How you doing, everyone? This is Rican, and welcome to the Two Options Podcast. If you haven't followed us on Twitter or Instagram yet, it's Two Options Podcast. Please spread the word. I'm trying to get the podcast to 2,000 listeners by the end of this month, October. So appreciate everyone spreading the word, letting everybody know about us. Uh, thank you so much for the support leading up to this point. Didn't ever think I'd get to uh, this many listeners on just a couple of guys. Honestly, just talking shit and having a good time. So thank you so much for the support, and I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Welcome back to You Have Two Options. I got my man Pedro back in the building. What up? The online building. The online building. The cyber building. (laughs) That's exactly what's going on here. How's everything going with you, man? Everything good, man. Just living it up. Uh, actually, uh, I'm going to go to Key West, uh, this weekend or actually Sunday and Monday, not necessarily the weekend, but for a little getaway. That's awesome, bro. I love Key West. I was down there for 4th of July for a little while, um, for a couple of days. It was, was really, really nice. I actually ended up, uh, as a gift from my family, they got us like a room, a few few steps away from like a private beach and everything. Oh wow. It was really, really nice. Yeah. It was during like Fourth of July, so I think it was, was like obviously in the middle of the COVID thing, so it was kinda like a little weird. We had like a private pool. It was the the thing that we did was like expensive. There was like a private pool and then like twenty feet away there was like a private beach. So it was like an expensive wow. thing. Only for you two. Yeah, it was only for us two. Um, wow incredible uh, it was cool Damn. man that's amazing did you get a chance to like explore though i know like i've seen some people on social media that have gone there right now and they've like gotten a chance to like you know not live it up all the way but like go to the hemingway house and do yeah i little mean bit of stuff. i could tell you when i was there i saw a lot more of dude because when you go to the keys it's freaking Packed to the gills. You know what I mean? Like, at least every time I've gone there, especially during a holiday, it's packed to the gills. Fucking everyone's touching you. You know what I mean? It's like right. a really, really loaded area. And for me, it was pretty cool. We ended up finding like a whole bunch of little hidden like restaurants that aren't like the really big enough, like the Conquer Public and all that stuff. Right. We ended up finding out like these little small, like Colvisaki type huh. uh, areas and. It was pretty cool. There weren't a lot of people out there. Everyone was uh, obviously trying to social distance. So that's awesome, man. You got to drink. Like, uh, did you go to a bar or something? You're saying in one of those like uh, little hidden away places or just restaurants? At that time, I hadn't done my heart surgery yet, so I didn't oh, okay. go. I didn't go to a bar. Um. I don't know if I just did my heart surgery. I think I might have just done my heart surgery. Okay, so I, so I, I had no idea you'd done a heart surgery. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I actually had, uh, so just uh, now you're learning about me. So I had, at one point in time or another, I was like when I was really working hard at the company I work for, like I was not really getting a lot of sleep and I was working like kind of crazy hours and stuff like that. And I ended up gaining a little bit of weight, like over the like two years of doing that and I ended up getting 
like, uh, I guess signs of like me being tired and I end up kind of basically getting diagnosed with sleep apnea. And when I got diagnosed with sleep apnea, this was like four years ago, I was like, oh, it's just because I've gained weight. And like my own doctor told me this and like another doctor, which was my wife's doctor, told me this. He was like, yeah, it's probably because you gained weight. You know, you're, you're the anatomy of your body's kind of changed. I used to work out like all the time. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was just I was being uh, less active and my body was getting bigger and I was sitting down all the time and. You know, whatever. It was basically like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a little unhealthy right now. You know what I mean? So wow. what ended up happening, what's dangerous about sleep apnea, which, um, you know, you kind of hear about and you think like, oh, that shit's never going to happen to me. But uh-huh. that thing over time, it messes up a lot of like your normal functions of your body. Like you could have high blood pressure. You could have, because what's going on when you have sleep apnea is your body is like, uh, it kind of stops breathing for a second and like, you almost like wake up. So you don't really have like REM sleep. You know what I mean? You're kind of like waking up throughout the night because you're not, right. you're not you're breathing catching your breath. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah. I have a friend that, that he has to have a CPAP machine. Do you have to use that now? No, not yet. Um, I probably uh-huh. will use it just in case, but like basically after that had happened, um, like a, a two or three or four, I want to say four years ago after I was diagnosed, I started really working out. Like I started working out again. I started, mm-hmm. I have a boy of mine that, man, all that guy does is he kills in the gym. Um, mm-hmm. And I started kind of like getting myself back involved into like working out and, you know, things like that. And right. uh, what kind of happened was I ended up, I don't know if it's because some of the supplements I was taking, I think it's probably a couple of things. Some of the supplements I was taking for muscle recovery, they knock you out. So they make you sleep better. Like, you know what I mean? They make you kind of sleep longer and sleep a little bit better. And I think that was kind of counteracting with my sleep apnea. And since I was doing such a, a change to my body, um, I ended up getting an arrhythmia with my heart. Oh my God. So, I ended up like I was in Atlanta and when I was in Atlanta, uh, my wife had gotten me the Apple watch. This all lined up like really, really crazy. But my wife got me the Apple watch, like my first Apple watch ever. I was never really into the Apple watch. And while I was sleeping in Atlanta, my hotel room, my watch, uh, it gives you like a vibration and notification. And Hmm. in my watch deterred, like said, that my heart was showing signs of something called afibrial tribulation, which is basically that your heart has like these four chambers and the electrical signal wasn't reaching the last chamber of my heart. And if it, when it was detecting that it was like, um, basically sending the signal for my heart to beat like two or three times, which was like fucking up the electricity, the electrical current. Oh my God. Overworking itself. Yeah. So, um, honestly, when I I first got, uh, when I first got the notification on my watch, I thought it was complete bullshit. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't feel anything. You know what I mean? And like, I I felt a little weird, like when I was there, but I thought it was like, maybe it was me. Like, you know, I just got off a plane, you know, I've been working really hard lately, whatever it was, but. I mean, to make a long story short, after I came back, 
I was telling my wife about it and I put my, my watch on my wife's wrist and mm-hmm. the heartbeat was like fine. Another thing too is my heartbeat was like really, really erratic. Like it would be like wow. your heartbeat's 80, 81, 81. 81, 82, 144, 193, 192, 144, 193, 192, 82, 83. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking crazy like that. Like, and I was just sitting down. I was just fucking sitting down like that. You're watching it. You're, like, looking at it. I'm sure it's not helping the heart rate. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing. Like, it would get me, like, nervous or whatever, right? So I ended up going to the... My wife was like freaking out and her mom's a nurse. So she ends up telling me to go to the hospital and I went to the hospital and like, bro, imagine like you right now, like you don't feel anything's wrong with you and you go to the hospital and they put me on like an EKG and this guy like basically, you know, rips the machine off of my chest. He's like, oh my God, you know, get this guy over here. And like, they're freaking laying me down, putting IVs into me and all this shit. And like... I still had like my regular clothes on and the guy's like, you're going to want to change into this because you're going to be here for a little while. I stayed four days in the hospital and I felt, wow. I felt perfectly fine like the entire time. And, um, but was, they still need to watch you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, so the watch, it didn't necessarily like save my life, but I have a boy of mine that like I tell the story to and he's like a huge Apple fan. And he's like, so you're basically telling me that your Apple Watch saved your life. And I was like, <laughs> I did not say that it actually saved my life. I'm telling you, it definitely prevented a, a worse situation because uh, afibrillar fibrillation. So afib is really unusual at my age. So every time I was in the hospital and people were going through my paperwork, they were like, you don't have afib. Afib is like something that like fucking 70 year olds and 80 year olds have. And like, it was like a really big thing. It was like a really big thing that I had it. Even when I went to go do my surgery, it was like a really big thing. Like everybody was like, oh damn. Like I I could tell like when I was in the room, like you could see the other like aproned, not the apron room, but like little curtain rooms or whatever they have there. Like I was the youngest guy there and it was really, really weird. Like the whole thing. And (laughs) you're like looking around all these old dudes. (laughs) Yeah. And like. The doctor told me when he, when he did the surgery to me, like, it's usually like, there's these four veins in the back of your heart that send the electrical signal or they don't send electrical signal, but they have electrical tissue that can like be a part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like the, Mm -hmm. the electrical signal getting messed up. And usually it's like one or two of those electrical areas are like highlighting all four of my veins were like fucking glowing red. So like, I had like a serious, I had like a serious problem. Well, thank God you caught it soon, man. Like, yeah. So before it got any worse. I wasn't drinking like alcohol. I wasn't doing like like all these things like um they exacerbate right. that. So I wasn't so I didn't drink alcohol for like a long ass time and I didn't drink alcohol while I was there. Right. So Well hey. <laughs> At least you get to see the keys. Did you get to see a six toed cat? <laughs> I I actually have a six-toed cat that runs around my front yard that lives in like my huh. neighborhood. Yes, I think toes. they call it the Hemingway cat, right? Or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's like the only cat that like yeah. I actually feed and like help out like around my neighborhood. Like oh, I hate yeah. all the other cats. You're like, but you're special. <laughs> yeah. 
dude. I love your toes, dude. <laughs> what was he gonna say? Uh, I know you also like bunnies, right? Is that is that true? Yeah, dude, I fucking love rabbits, bro. I'm a fucking yeah, I'm a bunny bandit and shit, dude. Yeah, dude. I had these T- two rabbits. I fucking love those motherfuckers. Did you watch Battery Day for Elon Musk? No. Yeah, dude, he came out with all this crazy shit about Tesla. Came out uh, basically saying that they devised, like, they came up with all these different improvements to batteries and, you know, their vehicles, and they announced a new Plaid S. The new Plaid S is, like, 0 to 60 in under two seconds, $140,000. Fucking quarter right, mile, less than nine. Yeah, dude, like, fastest car, fastest car in the world. Just straight up, fastest car in the world. Not like fastest electric vehicle, fastest car, period, in the world. Right, right, right. Forget a Bugatti. <laughs> yeah, dude. Again, that guy's killing it right now. That was a really good time. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you're a Tesla investor, I know not the economy is fucking taking a shit right now, but you're probably very happy after that battery day situation. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure this stock is going to jump again. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with the economy. We can't, we just can't keep printing all this fucking money. That's why everything's getting all fucked up. Definitely. It's insane. Uh, I know, like, in Brazil, the economy is pretty janky, too. Um, Like, uh, the price of, like, basic goods, like rice and beans and stuff, has, like, skyrocketed. Like, there's inflation everywhere. It's a crazy time in the world, man. Man, that's... Like, could you just imagine, like, you were able to provide for your family just a couple of months ago, and now the same dollars that are coming in, like, I think a lot of people as Americans, like, we can't even wrap our fucking heads around that shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, uh, for example, like, uh, uh, to put in perspective, a bag of rice, same bag of rice pre-pandemic, which cost 15 reais or Brazilian dollars, if you want to say. Um, now costs forty, and uh, the prices will vary in different markets. So even the president of Brazil is even like, "Hey, uh, let's kind of cap off on um, profit margins here." But um, the whole thing goes deeper because what they're saying is just there. There's a demand for rice and uh, other goods uh, globally, you know, because everyone's like eating more and stuff. So um they actually benefit by um, exporting rather than uh, selling inside, you know, so it's crazy. Yeah, and you got family over there, right? You're Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my whole family, essentially. My, I only have my mom over here. On a brighter note, you know, we get to be um, more with our families, you know? That's true. But, uh, but I guess that can be bad, too, because I know, like, Domestic violence has gone up and all this other stuff is like affecting people. So it's, it's, it's a strange time. We're just not made to be caged, man. It's like humans. We're not made to be caged and basically told you can't do like fucking everything you used to do your whole life. Like from one day to the other, you know, one of those things that just... There was no real, I don't think there was really a right answer. I know that we didn't do the best, but I don't think there was ever a perfect answer to all this shit. You been watching any movies? 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, just recently I saw that uh, today I rewatched it because it's pretty damn good. Um, the Social Dilemma on Netflix, which is a crazy documentary. You know, I don't know. Uh, have you seen it, right? I, yeah, 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 I yeah. It right I saw it. Um, there's a lot. What? There's a lot in that documentary that, you know, to be like, I can tell you, just my wife. She's she's a behavior analyst, so. Oh wow. She uh, she a lot of the terminology that they have in the in the show or in the documentary, I guess you say is like positive reinforcement negative reinforcement those are all terms that she knows um at the same time bro i mean there's a lot to be kind of careful there's there's also got to be a lot of accountability on our end it can't be just i know that they're you know i think they talked about civil war at one point like people kind of like the algorithm showing people like kind of what they want to see so if you're against BLM or you're for BLM. Like it just shows you a lot of media that like kind of amps you up and we're emotional creatures and that like fucks with our psyche and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, I think a lot of that needs to, I think I wouldn't say a lot of, I think there has to be some sort of cutoff that says as an adult, you're obviously responsible for what you believe in and what you're listening to and everything else. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. You can't just blame it on, um, can't say, oh, you know, because of social media or due to this, I'm going to act uh, in an irrational manner. You know, it's like you said, you got to you gotta be careful. And like what, what you said is, is correct. Like... Uh, we can't blame it all on social media. You know, we have to be held accountable to some sort of uh, extent as far as our actions go, you know, because at the end of the day, who does it affect but other people, you know? And um, I guess what we can blame those big tech companies are just for the addictive factor that they put, you know? They could tone that down, but... As far as social media goes, it's it's very helpful, you know, and it's kind of like it was very much necessary, you know. It's a necessary for progression, I think. And I just think a lot of those things um, they get bottled up into like, oh, social. Don't get me wrong; I know there's a lot of social media shit is bad, and like, yeah, uh, I think. You know, I, I also talked about in the documentary that like we're seeing the effects of it. Like for the first, we're the first generation, right? We're the first generation to ever like interact with that shit, ever interact with, oh, we have this thing called MySpace and I could see what Pedro did yesterday and I could see his pictures and I could see this and I could see that. And like, there's like, a, we had a very like trial and error version of that. Cause like by the time Facebook was like, any anything on anyone's radar it w- we were already in high school right if i can remember that's the first time i ever heard about facebook yeah it was right around i think uh senior year that's when i remember uh facebook becoming a thing yeah it was all it was all facebook and you know yeah the i guess myspace was it was prevalent at during that time i remember yeah, dude, and MySpace was fucking, 
My space was pretty cool, bro. My space was like almost like you made your own like little website. You know, you made your own little website on MySpace and people came and like visited it to see like what was going on. You know what I mean? Like the things you like. It's it's almost like kind of letting someone into like your digital room because like you have your your music set up. Dude, MySpace, MySpace taught everybody how to be like a fucking website builder, like taught them how to right. learn HTML. Like I remember right. like my you code to get the, the letters green or whatnot or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I remember. I remember my cousin, my cousin when I was first like I was like kinda into computers. I was like a little bit of a nerd. And like I do a little bit of HTML, but it wasn't like a really big skill of mine. And like my cousin came over one day and like this guy that was like a fucking straight gangbanger and shit like that. It's like he's out here trying to code my shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? How does this nigga know this shit? He's like, I got you, fam. Yeah, he's like, I got you, bro. He's like, Oh yeah, you wanna you wanna picture a fucking this guy or this girl going across this is like, I got you. You want it here? You want it higher? You want it bigger? You want it smaller? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, MySpace. Those were the days, man. A little bit more innocent, I believe. Ah, uh, dude. That's fucking... MySpace was... It was really nice, man. It was... You know, we... T- A lot of people, like, talk shit about... MySpace and there's like memes about it, but it was that was the good times, bro. Those were the good times, you know. Oh yeah, you had like your little comment section on the bottom, like people hit you up and you and know. you had the private messaging. I think I remember. Yeah, it's like the very beginning. There was like private messaging and shit like that. Yeah, but um, that's cool. With Facebook, Facebook came in and fucking took over everything. Besides social dilemma, what else have you watched? Nothing else, dude. I um, I actually I've been wa- I I saw the movie, uh, about three times now. I thought it was amazing, but I think I'm a little late on it. It's called The King. Have the, you seen it? The King? No, it's, I don't think so. Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix. So how I I found out about it was I saw the um, the Dune trailer. Have you seen the the trailer for Dune, the no. movie coming out? Uh-uh. Oh, it looks crazy! It looks crazy! It looks really epic! You got to check it out. Like it's gonna, it's uh, the the director, um, forget his name, but the same director that did Arrival, and that did um, Nolan, Christian Bl- Nolan. No, no, no. It's another guy, like same caliber essentially, because the movies are like pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. like really good. But um, he did Arrival. He did Blade Runner, the the newest one, the twenty forty nine one. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like it's I believe it's based on a novel, Dune, but it's like one of those epics where it's like um, far off into the future of Earth and like like the spaceships and like um, in the Dune. There are these like worms that like destroy like they're giant worms um, that destroy like essentially the whole world, right? Or not the whole world, but like a lot of the civilization and stuff. And nonetheless, it gets it's uh, beyond those worms. It's it's a it's a crazy crazy movie. Nonetheless, the the star of that movie he stars in The King, 
and I guess due to through the social dilemma with the, all the algorithms, like uh, Netflix, <laughs> Netflix recommended it, and I watched it. And it's pretty good. It's, it's and it's essentially about one of the King Henrys because there were several of them, like the fifth and the sixth or whatnot, and um, and um, it's just like like a story about England essentially, and it's really well done. Pretty good. Yeah. What about you? I'm gonna check that shit out. Um, I've actually started rewatching a lot of movies. I I watch. Um, have you ever seen the movie Cloud Atlas? No, I've not. So that's like my favorite movie. I would like to say that's probably tied as. I want to say the top three, probably top three favorite movies ever. My favorite movies like Back to the Future, but Cloud Atlas is like right there, bro. But if you and your girl really want to watch a movie, like I don't know about like uh, your religious beliefs, but it's it's really about reincarnation. Um, oh, I think I, I think I know trauma. Was it by the um, the people that did the the Matrix, the Wachowskis? Um, I think it was. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was, but it's, dude, it's just one of those, um, it's one of those movies that, like, everything kind of ties itself together, and it starts, like, the movie starts off that, um, this guy is, like, you know, he's, like, he's talking about, like, a campfire. He's talking about, like, a campfire, and, um... He's, you don't know it, but he's talking to like these kids and he sounds like he's mumbling, but he's actually telling like kind of uh, like a story, like a campfire story. Mm. And then it starts cutting to all these different storylines and all these different storylines are in different times in history. One is like during time of slavery, one's during fucking like, uh, it feels like it's like almost not like prehistoric, but like in early years of man, you know what I mean? Um, right. Another one is like in the future. Um, and it's essentially, it's like kind of recycling some of the same actors throughout the, the storylines. Um, but uh-huh. you notice that there's, there's, there's a particular birthmark in one of the characters like one of the characters that i guess is the kind of protagonist or the the person you're kind of following kind of has a birthmark and right it's dude, it's really epic dude like it's it's one of those movies that like if i tell you the movie i won't do it justice i um, get you but i i have a feeling it's one of those movies it's like it just interconnects all those timelines to dude, tell you like one big story dude that movie will like I see that movie and like I think of like every decision I've ever made of like how wow. things like link together and like that shit makes you like really sit back and be like damn man that's a fucking good movie and like that movie when it came out I remember seeing that movie and uh, like the trailer like when we're done with this go watch the trailer um but I remember seeing that movie and like really being like wow that's an amazing movie and dude, it got swept under the rug, dude. Like nobody fucking gave it five stars. Everyone thought it was like a whatever movie. Dude, that movie was fucking amazing. I'm telling you, like when we're older, right? Like our kids are gonna be like, yo, like that's gonna be like a fucking classic hit, like a cult classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
like the the critics hated it, but the people loved it. That's yeah. what they say. Like, isn't it about Bird Box? Like, I haven't really seen that movie. That like, I think it's called Bird Box. The one with like Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, that's another movie yeah. that's like it's a lot of people hated it when it came out. But yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah, but I mean, I like. I heard a lot about air, you know, it's like essentially they can't see anything or whatnot, but, um, that cloud Atlas, that sounds cool, man. Um, I definitely want to check that out. Um, it's a really, really, like, really good fucking movie. But what you said, like about them, not necessarily giving a good review. I think, I think the it's mainly because like the, after the, the Wachowskis, Cause I don't know if you know the story, but like, you know, they they used to be brothers and now they're like sisters. Yeah, that, that's right? the same thing that happened to me. My friend, when he told me that shit, he was like, yeah. he's like, yeah. Then they be, both became women, and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. Those motherfuckers went like crazy and shit. Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that's exactly what I think. I think they got into too much of their own stories and like, the <laughs> they had the money to do it and like. Yeah, they're let's like, fuck it. it, let's go. Right yeah, out hard. Five, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No offense. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, Any, uh, fuck, all power to you, yeah. man. If that's what you want to yeah, do, exactly. go for it. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it was by the Wachowskis. And they actually, I'm looking at my phone right now, they actually changed the directors to, like, the, uh, to the new names of the Wachowskis, like, uh, Lena, Lana, and uh, Lily. Really? I thought I thought when they do a movie together now, it just says by the Wachowskis. It's not necessarily like it's just the last name. Like they're still Wachowskis, but sisters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I wonder if they're but I think, do I the, think, the new I, Matrix, are they? Yeah, they're doing the new Matrix. And I think that that's what it's going to be about. Because... I hate to say it, but ever since they came out, number one, that's what I was going to touch on. That's probably why they get, like, a little bit of, like, more heat, you know? Because people are just, like, maybe looking at them, like, harder. Like, are you going to make a different movie now that you're different or something? I don't know. But um, they definitely have made really different movies after that on on the real like if you see jupiter ascending that's like weird and then they're they're they have a series on uh, netflix that was yeah horrible horrible so dumb so dumb jupiter ascending was one of those movies that like i know that they made it and like i dude it looks like that movie looks like, if you watch that movie from beginning to end, that's one of those movies that you feel like you just walked into a random theater. Like, right. You're <laughs> you like, what did I just see? Yeah. What just happened? You're like, oh, this... shit. This nigga can skate now? What the fuck? Yeah, right. You're like, bye. <laughs> Fly away with me. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no, and then, they, and then they put out this uh, show called Sense8 on uh, Netflix, which yeah. is... I haven't seen it. Weird as hell. Like, I, 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 at first I was like, okay, cool, you know? They did The Matrix. Could be dope. But I only got 
half an episode in because, hey, man, like it, it was all about transsexuals. And in oh, a way, yeah. they also touch, I guess, a little bit of the um, the cloud, cloud atlas vibe where they're like touching past lives, I think, also. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're doing that. Whatever. Nonetheless. I just remember I know, seeing no, Jupiter Ascending and being like, I just totally wasted like two hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, 100% agreed because I went into, I went in there kind of like hoping that it was going to be okay. Yeah, dude. But, I mean, I, I hope that they do it justice with this uh, Matrix 4, man, and it's not, it's, it's not solely about yeah, transgender. They can't, they can't fuck it up. They can't fuck it up. They can't fuck it up, dude. Yeah, I mean, they got Keanu to sign on and hope. I mean, he has done some shitty movies, but, you know, I really, oh, God. We got some We got some pretty good coming stars right now, bro. Like, Keanu's fucking doing amazing. Robert Downey Jr. is doing fucking amazing. There's a lot of actors right now that, like, there are movies that, like, even if the movie, like, the plot is shitty, if he's in it, it's, like, pretty cool. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I get what you're saying. It's a good movie because you're like, oh, fucking Keanu's in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody's going to watch it. Yeah, somebody's sure. going to watch that shit. Like, even if that shit ends up in, like, the $10 DVD bin, like, someone's going to buy that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking Keanu's oh, in yeah. it. Uh, yeah, dude. That's, it's pretty... The worst one that they definitely did was Jupiter Ascending Out. I can't even get off how bad that movie was. That was one of the worst movies I... I've seen. Yeah, and they just look weird, like with their little ears and like elf looking. And it's like, what the hell's going on here? The whole movie was all like super fucked up. I know we talked about last time Robin Williams and like his movies. And uh, oh no, you said you said you wanted to speak about Robin Williams. Dude. We we yeah, we dude. that was off the podcast. We were having a little bit of a conversation about Robin Williams. Yeah, well, fucking Robin so Williams. Go ahead, movies, let's talk. Like, dude, he had this guy had amazing fucking movies. Bro. Like outside of oh yeah, man. outside of fucking. Uh, I think we talked about what dreams may come. I'm not sure if you saw that one. Dreams may come. That's the one with uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., right? Where, where he goes, where he literally has to go to hell and yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. No, that's a trip. Movie. Yeah, that that had me in tears too. And like I saw it, man. And like what the a... irony in that whole thing is like, bro, it's probably one of the movies that he's like best known for. Arguably, it's between that and Mrs. Doubtfire, like as far as a comedy. But what dreams yeah. they come was just such an amazing movie, and like. The man killed himself. You know what I mean? He committed suicide. And like the reason that yeah. he he had that whole thing was because um he had to go through that whole thing in the movie was because his wife had committed suicide. Uh, so yeah, yeah, man. Yo, these movies, like another thing too is like you probably saw it when you were younger. So these movies are like always like much better when you're older and like you have just like a better understanding and like a better definitely a different perspective a different perspective and yeah dude like it's uh no yeah I love to revisit movies like that too man you get to see sometimes things that you like you didn't notice uh before or whatnot you know it's 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 crazy 
Yeah, I remember like um there's so many movies that he's on, dude, that is so good. There's like um um Goodwill Hunting is great. Um that one um is like so moving, you know, with uh, Matt Damon. And um but one that uh was great too is the one where he played a doctor. Do you remember that one? I think it was like Doctor Pat. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. There you go. That's another. He was healing people with humor and shit like that. Yeah, dude, just fucking amazing. Yeah, or the man, another classic. The one with 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 J Lo, where he was like a, like he had a disability where he was like an older kid, but Jack. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Cool ass movie, Jack, dude. Oh man, classic. Dude. That guy like, is... Yeah, he touched so many lives, bro. So many, like, um, different cultures, you know? Like, we grew up with him, and, like, kids are going to grow up with him. Like, you know, it's... Bro, it's it's amazing. There's also... I remember that one movie that I... Man, it's great, dude. It's... it's He actually... It's oddly enough, but he plays this gay character. Um... I say that because we were talking about the trannies, but um, <laughs> the um, the 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 it, I think it's like over the I don't know if it's called over the cook no it's not over the cuckoo's nets that's with uh, Jack Nicholson. Nonetheless, it's um, something ca- something with the cage. It's here in Miami, Bird and cage. it's a great. Birdcage, there you go, dude. Yeah, yeah. That movie is crazy funny. Like, yeah, yeah, it had me rolling when I first saw it because I saw it like, you know, I was like maybe somewhere in my twenties, and damn, what a funny movie, dude. Tell you, man, the guy was super fucking ahead of the time. On top of that, he had like fucking Aladdin and all these other amazing movies that he had worked on. Fern Gully, right. he was on Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Yeah, he was like uh, the bat or whatever, the voice of the bat. Batty. Huh. I don't remember Fern Gully for some reason. Dude, it was basically... So, all these movies, like, interact. So, Fern Gully, if you watched Avatar, that is Fern Gully. (laughs) So, all these movies, they fucking regurgitate the same thing, dude. Like, Fern Gully... The guy was who was the the main like protagonist or whatever. I, I guess not the main protagonist, but know. like the secondary protagonist. It was a guy that he was he was like a, a lumberjack, and he was cutting. He was helping cutting the forest, and he ends up like something ends up happening to him that he touches like some magical shit in a tree or some shit like that, and he ends up shrinking, and he ends up learning that the forest has like these fairies, and it's a beautiful place and like the guy like now he sees how beautiful this place is and he wants to stop the other lumberjack company or like the lumberjack people from destroying the forest and the name of the forest is called fern gully that's awesome dude. and like dude have you ever seen the movie dances with wolves there's another fucking amazing movie that came with dances with wolves the guy's in the military he goes he goes and like um like befriends the the natives and all that stuff. And he ends up wanting to fight, like fight back and like stop the other, like, uh, you know, 
the other cowboys or whatever it is, the military cowboys. Oh, yeah, going yeah. And destroying them. Dances with wolves is awesome. And then That's you get to fucking Avatar. Avatar, what is it? It's the military, and they're invading a planet. And then this guy, he ends up, like, you know, through an Avatar befriending the native people of the planet. And then he ends up wanting to fight against. It's all the same shit, just regurgitated with, like, slightly different skin. But yeah, yeah, it's sto- stories that work. Yeah, yeah. Stories that work, you know. If it ain't broke, to fix it. Yeah, basically. That's how Hollywood is, man. Basically. I heard in the next in the next Avatar, they're going into, like, the water world or some shit like that. The water yeah, world. That's yeah, that's what they're exploring. Dude, remember Water right World? They gotta remake that shit. That was, like, Mad Max yeah, that's, on that's water. One, listen, that's one that I, I, when I was a kid, I loved it. But then I grew up, and then I found out that People say it's one of the worst movies ever, dude. But that's like, bullshit, dude. Yeah, that's bullshit. no, it's. I think it's awesome. I think it's very fun. It's cool, and there's nothing like Joe Rogan the other day on the podcast. On his podcast, he was he was saying something about like that movie sucks, but it doesn't suck. He was like he said that the ride on Universal is better than the movie. Which which huh. which uh movie was he talking about? Waterworld. Yeah. Dude, that movie yeah. was the shit. Like, that movie was the yeah. first thing that, like, I never thought of, uh, like, something like that happening. Like, it talked about, right. like, post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Super post-apocalyptic. It was, and it was like a water version of the game Fallout. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I heard, though, cool. I heard that the to film that movie, bro, was a... Grueling, like it was the most brutal thing, because yeah, I mean, I mean think about it, they're sun, literally they? in the ocean, dude, all day. Yeah, all That's day. Insane. Shit's crazy. And then they would, um, they would build. I heard that they would build like some of the the props there, like you know the scenes, and then like a storm would come and ruin to destroy everything. It's just like it was just disastrous, and it was like. Mainly because Kevin Costner believed in it so much, he, like, and you know the other director, I mean the other executive producers and stuff, that they just went on with it. And I mean, hey, I think they have like like a cult classic because as much as people talk about bad about it, they'll watch it from beginning to end, dude. And I love it, dude. I fucking like one of my love favorite scenes. One of my favorite scenes is when they're like, <laughs> they're they're hungry. And he's like, you're hungry? And he gets on the in the water, and he's like, he starts fishing, remember? Mm-hmm. And he grabs a big old fish, like uh, like the fish eats him, and then he kind of kills the, not kind of, definitely kills the fish from the inside. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all I remember is the big old plop of fish that he cooked. He goes, here you go, like, you know, and they're like, they're eating, like, they have all their mouth full, you know, it's an amazing scene it's like i just don't know like, so cool. how is that so different from dude that was mad max like now that i'm thinking about it, that was mad max on the water that was, for sure that's exactly what that shit was dude like if you put mad max like even the new fury road one like right next to that it's the same fucking thing dude it's just right you know? i mean yeah the 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 goal is different like in yeah. mad max they're like trying to i think protect or get to the gas or and the new one it's water but in this one they're just trying to get to dry land 
you yeah. know? They're trying to look for, like, resources in Mad Max, and in this one, they're trying to actually, like, get to some point of, like, getting back to normal, because they're all fucking on water, and they're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and... Some people yeah. have, like, evolved to have gills. Like, this guy evolved to have no, gills. Yeah, to yeah, Kevin water. Costner, yeah. Yeah, dude. And and what's cool is, like, they go... That's what I thought was dope, that the, the, the dry land, that's what they called it, was um was the tip of Mount Everest. So yeah. dope, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking... It's crazy, bro. I, I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Especially when you start looking at, like... Uh, like there's these other other movies that like they had something uh like kind of like that. I think the most recent one was what was it called? In Interstellar. In Interstellar, the they one of the guys, one of like the astronauts, they went to go try to save or find or whatever. He was actually on a world that was just it was a very shallow layer of water, but it had a wave that was just going consistently over and over and I said, do you remember that do you watch interstellar yeah wait no uh, are you talking about which planet so which planet the one that the he one goes that to Matt Damon's and like in? no that's the last one they go to the one that they oh, go to okay, is yeah. the one that they the end water up, one yeah. yeah they end up getting the the ship like wet and it has to like i guess dry off or whatever it is before they could take off oh, and yeah. for every hour they wait there it's like seven years on earth right yeah some crazy stuff like that yeah like that that's that was basically it was like a, it was like a planet that i guess looked habitable but when the guy had sent the message like on the like when you actually got like on danger. the planet, yeah. When you actually got on the planet, like the guy had just died, like the guy had just died. Right, right. But it was dude. He had sent out the message too early. He was like, "Look, I found water." Yeah. And then, uh, and then a wave hit his ass. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, dude. Those, I forget that that's how it happened. Those fucking movies, they're so trippy, dude. Could you imagine, like, just feeling like just being one of those writers or one of those people thinking of like, if I told you. I have a fucking movie I want to make and like we're just smoking a blunt and I'm just going over and it's like and there's a fucking there's one particular planet on this one particular planet like it's fucking right. like an hour it's like seven years and these people get stuck right. there and they come back and the guy knew his kid when he was like a teenager and when he comes back his, his fucking kid's right, like an adult right. and he has a kid like that's just fucking crazy to put that shit on paper yeah. these motherfuckers put that shit like and, oh yeah no you know, and, then, and then and then and then Exactly, like you said, yeah. And then to put it visually, yeah, what dude. the fuck? <laughs> you know? Like they're like, how can we make a black hole? Hmm, Gigantica. They call the Gigantica, remember? Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck? No. And then the whole theory of two is like, it's beyond. It's beyond, because they thought like they're like, all right. I'm sure like, because it's layers and layers of thinking, right? It's like. I'm sure it starts with like, yeah, we're going to make like this awesome space movie. And they're like, okay. And then the, the question is, okay, but how do they get there? And then why are they there? And what's going on? And then it's like, but it touches on fate too. Because remember like, and time travel. Because at the end of the day, remember like they find that. that um, They find a planet. They find a planet that's habitable at the end. No, they like. No, no, like how they got there, bro. Remember how um, Matthew McConaughey, like, 
found out about the mission, he just like kind of stumbled upon this freaking. I know that he got stuck in between time and space. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that he, was crazy. Yeah, like he's like in, in that like library of time, and, and he's like writing to himself. Yeah, he's in a library that's like his daughter's room, and he's like writing yeah. to himself, like "Oh, don't go," and his daughter's like saying, "Oh, the 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 code says yeah. don't go," and like he's writing like all the information, like and all the. I guess the yeah, research yeah, yeah. and the navigation, like all all the information he's like giving to her so she can know like where exactly. to go and where not to go. And like And that's what I'm saying though, like but they all like they stumble upon this whole thing due to the fact that like it's like um th they were like flying the drone. Mm hmm You get me? And then it was just it literally like fate is tied into it also. And it's like, like almost like a little bit of religion in it. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, it's crazy. I think and he actually um, says, um, if I can remember correctly, he says like there's religious like symbolism. Like when he's when the ship is like about to lift off, it's saying like we go into the night fearless, and like he's saying like a quote mm. that's like uh, it's it's like a, almost like a prayer. Oh yeah, that that um yeah that um I know what you're talking about that um. Yeah, that dude. poem that they they read. Yeah, dude, and it like keeps on. There's fucking a lot of hidden meanings in that in that movie, dude. That's no, I love it. Those are visual works of art, dude. Like th things like that. Like I live for that shit, dude. Like it's fucking so. Like when people look at like art paintings and stuff like that, like I get where that comes from and I get where that emotion comes from. But like when someone puts that shit, like. It's something to, like, put something in a 2D image and, like, have a perspective of. And, like, right. people put, like, this fucking crazy shit together. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, to ride. <laughs> exactly. That's what I love about a movie, too. That, like, not only is it, like, like you said, a beautiful art piece that, like, you can look at visually. But you almost experience it in a way when, when you really tap into your mind. And you're, like, oh, put yourself in the character's shoes or whatnot. And that's what, like, like you said, like good filming is filmmaking is all about. Because, like, if it really captures you like that, it almost, it honestly, it makes you feel bad that, like, the shit's not going. Like, it's, it's almost like an experience that has to come to an end. Because, like, that shit when it comes to an end and the credits roll and the lights turn on in the theater and like you have to like look down and get up and like collect your shit and fucking go back to your car and go home for the day. That fucking sucks, dude. Like, that whole that whole thing of, like, disconnecting from the movie at the end, you're like, holy shit. And you're, like, almost, like, thinking, like, damn, man. Like, makes you think, man. Makes you, makes you, like, really, really, like, take a pause. All 100%. It's, um... And, uh, it's like, it, that's what good filmmaking is all about. You know, it's like, um if they can really put you in that in that uh in that space and live it you know and you feel like you experienced it or you like you said like when the credits roll you feel kind of like sad that it's it's over yeah dude. they did a good job they did their job well it's fucking crazy bro so lucid dreams do you have lucid dreams i've had some definitely not any that I can recall right now, like that, you know, but definitely, definitely had some where I felt that like, 
A, I, I was somewhat in control or like when I woke up, I thought it was experiencing it for real. All right. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I've been dreaming about and I hope you just listen and at the end, give me kind of your perspective on like the whole thing. All right. So I'm going to start with the most recent one that I can remember because it's the most recent one. Obviously I was telling you earlier, man, I write my dreams down because some of them are so epic and I know I've had a lot. I, I had a lot like around three years ago. Uh huh. I, I had a lot, a lot of them that like, I had one of my really close friends pass away, um, that worked with me. Oh and, yes. Um, and not, not, it wasn't, uh, Ian. Oh wow. It's another, another friend of mine. Then when he passed, like I used to have lucid dreams of like speaking to him and like him giving me advice and like, dude, it was so real. Like I would wake up, like I'm instantly like not tired and be like, I just talked to this guy like it was, it was as vivid as me speaking to anyone else. That's um, amazing, bro. And like, I never, I wrote some of them down. I had them on an old phone um, that I don't have anymore. Now that I, I'm a part of the, the iPhone ecosystem, you know what I mean? Like, they're gonna stay with me. But um, my most recent dream, um, and this, this thing is gonna. It's gonna, I'm just gonna start it, but long and short of it, it's gonna have a lot of weird kind of things, and I'm gonna explain, I guess, right. like where those things kind of come from and what Listen, other things are. Listen, man, it's a dream, that. you know? Yeah, so, um, so basically, I had a dream where I was in some, like, sort of big university, and I was working on some projects uh, that I think was like being televised or being somehow like monitored. It was like a, it was like kind of like almost like a like a like an event like a a televised or a coordinated event that like a lot of people were paying attention to, um, and I had like one of my partners on I guess one of these projects. It was like a uh, super genius like uh, I can't remember how she looks like, but it was like an Asian female. Um, <laughs> I was selected to work with her because I guess the main teachers. Uh, stated that the only reason, like, I'm talking about it now, but, like, this is basically is as vivid as you and me, like, talking right now. Like, I was partnered, partnered up with this person, and I almost saw, like, it looked to me like a, like a cutscene, like something that was, like, kind of happening, but I wasn't necessarily there to see it. But the, I guess the main administrator was saying that he wanted me to work with this individual because I had a very human way of thinking. And okay. I was like, okay. So I ended up doing the project and like the project was like basically like crafting these little, like it almost was like a little model of like a rainforest out of all these like little small recycled materials. And it took a very long time. Like I remember specifically cutting and shaping and like <laughs> painting, like all these like very meticulous type of work. But I ended up building like this almost like artificial small scale, like rainforest or like green growth area. Huh. Um, and at the, basically at the end of the project, uh, we won and I got selected 
me and this girl got selected to go to, I'm not sure if it was like a big university, but we won something, you know what I mean? We ended up winning something and like, she was very happy. And I basically remember like at the end of it, I was walking down like this stone, like this concrete slash stone uh, stairwell, like leading outside of the campus or whatever. And I was walking uh, through a large parking lot it was a lot of grass dividers between the parking spaces and stuff like that. And I ended up passing by some dirty fat guy, which I remember from another dream <laughs> that I really can't remember right now, but I remember seeing him. From another dream. This happens too. Oh I end up seeing, God. I end up seeing people. Characters, I've seen reoccurring people. characters. Dude, oh, it's going to get real in a little bit. All right. This is <sighs> right now. You're fucking, you're, you're fucking 10% right, in. The, this, yeah. Right, right. This is just the, 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 yeah, dude. Just a tip. <laughs> yeah, just a tip, dude. So it's like a reoccurring character, whatever. I remember from another dream, but I can't remember him right now. And I just know that every time the guy's in the dream, like some sort of chaos or some crazy bullshit happens, right? So I'm looking through the parking lot. Mind you, I think that the only thing I'm looking for is uh, my old, I used to have like a, an orange SRT4. And I was Oh, I looking, remember that, yeah. Yeah, so I was like looking for my orange SRT4. And I end up finding it, and I don't know if you know, but in the car world, like, people would always fuck with my car. People were always, like, fucking stealing parts from it or fucking trying to fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, they ended up stole, stealing the whole car, right? Uh, No, they ended up stealing the whole car. They stole, like, parts off of it. They stole, like, oh. my uh, my uh, symbol, like, my SRT symbol and all oh. that shit. So I always had these dreams that, like, people were fucking around with my car. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. like, in this dream, like... It's kind of a weird thing, but they ended up stealing the throttle body of my car. It's a fucking stupid-ass thing to steal, but they stole the throttle body of my car. That means they popped the hood, you know, went in there with tools, and they stole my right. throttle body. It was like a stupid thing to fucking steal, right? And uh, and I, I know I've had dreams like that before, worrying about people stealing parts from my car. Uh, and my car was always being manipulated and touched by people and shit like that, so I don't know if that's like another whatever. Long and short of it. Uh, one thing I absolutely hated about that, that was one thing I absolutely hated about my car. I actually had a lady come up to me and ask me if I was willing to donate some cash, um, to some cause or some shit like that. And I ended up refusing and basically complained to her, like, I just got robbed and you're asking me for money. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what the right. fuck? Uh, this is I, in the dream. This is in the dream. Yeah. This is all, the, this is all the dreams happening right now. And, uh, whatever, I ended up closing my hood to get back in my car. On the other side of my car, I saw Ian. I saw my boy Ian. Wow. And he was like, Rikid. And I was like, holy shit, it's Ian. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like walking uh -huh. over to him, like walking around the car. And I was like so excited to see him. Um, right. I was like, yo, what's up? And he was like, oh, where are you going? I was going to give you my parking spot and this, this, and that. And <laughs> I was like, oh, what you got? I was, I'm trying to read here, because my car was actually not, oh, my car was actually not in a parking spot. My car was, like, actually, like, for some reason, like, in the middle of the street. So, he was, like, coming to me to say, like, oh, like, come take my parking spot or whatever. Um, so, from there, I can't remember what happened next. Like, I know that, like, some things happened. Uh, like, either we were traveling or doing something together. And I had a couple of dreams traveling on on how to specific. Okay, I'm reading my my 
fucking Jimmy mm-hmm. Scratchy. I had a couple drinks. I was Your notes. Yeah. Later discovered. Oh, Google Maps. This guy would give me. Ch- so okay. So now this starts like linking into my other dreams. So there's this individual, which right. I've ended up calling him the Dream Master. Like outside of my my dreams. Whoa, dude. And this guy, like, let me go to my other notes about him. So this guy. And this is the greasy guy you're talking about. He's no, this master? that's oh. a that's a different. This is a different guy. This guy is he almost like he's almost symbolic of like, like almost like Jesus in my dreams. He's like he looks like he comes from a Middle Eastern descent. He wears like a white robe, and Funky, bro. And uh, he's always so every time this guy is in my dream, he always gives me like. Not necessarily... He gives me tasks to do. He Whoa. gives me tasks. To do. And, like, in these tasks, like, I know one of them, I had to go to, like, this specific place that was, like... Dude, just just to give you, like, how crazy this is. So, I actually went to as far as drawing a map of not, like, the place that I was in, like, the university. I drew a map of what the world looks like in this dream and the world in this dream has no ocean it had it's just (laughs) it's just like all land there's no ocean in this dream at all (laughs) basically it's just a huge it's a big just think of a fucking like a fucking huge map and it just has yeah it has no ocean it has oceans and it has rivers but there's no like real big ocean and oh i get you okay he tells i know one of them in one of the dreams he told me to go to this place that was near like one of the i guess uh you know this really big mountainous areas and he told me that i had to like either get something or like do something with someone and as a reward for those things he would take me to a new place in this world yeah dude so and what happened? Did you did you did you fucking So check this shit out, dude. Check this uh. shit out. You ready? So this guy of uh, Oh, and the way I decide, like so when he gives me these these uh challenges or these quests or whatever <laughs> the fuck crazy, you want to call them. Dude, this is awesome. He like he makes me he says, Okay, listen, this is what I'm gonna ask you to do and all this stuff. And then I have an option to choose. And the way I choose Sounds fucking nuts, but think of you coming, like, being on the top of, like, the tallest building you've ever been on in your life. And, like, that's a mountain, and there's this huge cliffside. And there's, when you look down, there's, like, a void to the left and a void to the right. And one of them basically means that I'm accepting the challenge or accepting the the quest. And one means Uh. that, like, no, I want to go do my own thing. And I have to jump down and, like throw my body to choose which side i want <laughs> so, that's fucking nuts yeah and so, what like the wind decides for you or you choose no you choose like, I, I choose right. i just jump i jump left or i jump right you know what i mean and that's uh, fucking wild so the last thing i remember was uh the dream master was saying that uh, basically on my next challenge which i can't remember what the challenge is Another thing too is when I have these dreams, I it's dude, it's it's just like the Matrix, man. Like I know, 
I know who the Dream Master is. I know where the world is that I'm in. I know, like, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy, 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 That's crazy, crazy. Awesome, crazy. Dude. And, like, he basically told me, like, for my next challenge, I have to do this challenge. And if I, if I do <laughs> do it, he's going to take me to this particular quote-unquote place. And my boy Ian's going to be with me the entire time. Like, he's going to be my Whoa, partner. No, he's going to be my partner sick. in it. Yeah. So, dude, it's crazy, man. Like, this, I've had a lot of, like, lucid dreams like that. Like, really fucking weird. I had one, like, dude. right when Ian passed away. But let me tell you, that is, that's amazing, dude. That's crazy that, like, so you have right now in your dreams a task to, to complete. And... What? So, like, let me ask you this before you go into the other Ian story. Do you get to choose when you have the dream, or is it like when you have the dream, you remember this and let's get back to it? Then, when I have the dream, I remember it and I get back to it. I never choose. Fuck, that's sick. All right, so, like, yeah. Damn, all right. And, nice. um,. And like, so you're not like actively like going to bed like okay I'm gonna yeah mm, think about and that's, no uh, no that's dude sick. it's it's completely it's completely crazy bro it's completely crazy it's it's almost like a surprise that like I'm I'm right. going through it again that's amazing it's hey this is amazing how the mind works yeah amazing so go on with the other story I guess like one of the first like really lucid dreams I had with Ian and like the way he passed away was kind of like really like abrupt you know what i mean yeah i, I remember ended you up, telling me the story dude i had this um i had i'm gonna tell you this story i'm gonna tell you the story of my other friend that passed away so i had um i was in this like cafeteria area like it looked like a big like lunchroom and there were a lot of people talking and like you know moving around like a lot of a lot of crazy shit and i remember like end up i ended up sitting down or i was like walking around doing something and I ended up finding ian this was like right after he passed like three days after he passed dude and i was like ian and i was like holy shit dude you're okay and this is that and he's like yeah and he's like looking around like i see him nervous and he's like looking around like all over the place and I'm like, oh, you were right, man? Like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, yeah, man. It's fucking... Like, he couldn't put a piece together a sentence of, like, what he was, like, worried about or whatever. And I ended up, like, um, like kind of feeling from him. Like, you know, he wanted to tell me something. And, like, I was like, oh, who are you looking for? And he was like, oh, I'm looking for my parents. And he was an only child. So I actually was, like, really close to... I got close to his parents after he passed because... You know, I was like, I guess... Uh, yeah, they don't have any kids. The closest thing to, like, um, like the stories when he was younger. Like, you know, he always used to hang out with me and stuff like that. And Right. You were his best friend. Good yeah. Man. And, like, um, I remember him saying that, like, like, he couldn't hang out with me right now. Or he couldn't, like, I guess, pay attention to me right this second. Because he had to go find his parents. And he said, like, don't worry. I'll find you. And, Holy shit. And, like, I had, like, a couple dreams with him. I had, like, I had a dream with him when, um, you know, my wife had told me that she's had dreams. That she told Ian that um, that she was pregnant. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, Ian was like. Wait, you said your wife's had dreams with him? Yeah, my wife has had dreams with him. Wow. And, um, like, crazy shit like huh. that. And just so you know, like, 
I had another dream like that kind of before. So when my, my boy Hugh died, it was like an older guy that like was kind of like a father figure to me. Um, right, a mentor. I, it was like, uh, yeah, he was, it was almost like a long hallway that I was in and there was like a table and there were two women that were sitting at the table, but I couldn't really make out the, the, like the faces of the women or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like there was paper and there was like a, an argument being done or whatever. And I was like, you know, I was telling him, I was like, Hugh, I can't believe this. You know, you passed away. And he was like trying to calm me down. Like he was like, don't worry, man, everything's going to be like great or whatever it is. And this is the first time I really started like, um, when it comes to like lucid dreaming, like lucid dreaming, uh, this might not sound like lucid dreaming is like that you can control and you can manipulate what happens. Right. So there was one point in time right. where Hugh wasn't around me anymore. He wasn't around me anymore. And I knew that Hugh was for whatever reason on the other side of this, like really big wall that was in front of me. And okay, sure. I would, I used to practice like, or not used to practice, but I used to read a lot about like when you're dreaming, try to look at your hands, try to look, try to do all these different things. Right. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say a lot of people to what they do to practice lucid dreaming is like, they say like, okay, if you dream, try to like, look, like you said, look at your hand yeah, or you grab at, an item. You or, look at a clock or, and all this stuff. Right. So I ended up, um, I ended up saying, like, in my head, I ended up saying, like, I'm dreaming, and I control this. And I ended up, like, like literally tapping yeah. my finger on the wall, and the wall, like, shattered into glass. And yeah, that's crazy. Like, freaking uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange shit, basically. It was, uh, it's it really, it was really something similar to, like, um, like, obviously the movie came out years later, but it was something very, very, very similar to uh inception when that girl like she's trying to make that uh the pathway and there's nothing there and she bends oh, all these yeah. like mirrors around and right, like she right. touches it and it breaks and there's a whole path there that's basically exactly when i saw that shit i was like what the fuck like i've done that shit before you know what i mean and um Insane. whatever he was there and he was like oh there you are and like i started to learn that like i could force myself to like like choose and to do different things and and all that shit and like dude it's just crazy bro it's just fucking crazy so i haven't had the latest dream but like i have like other i have like other dreams that you know probably are too long for this fucking podcast but just crazy shit that i've i've gone to like parties and i've gotten in my car and when i've gotten in my car i've ran into people that like I used to work with and then when like they would tell me oh we got to go here and and get this this thing out of here and I would end up talking like some big business with a couple of my boys or whatever it is and this person would right. like come back in and like something would happen that would have me like bring them a part of the conversation and like I'd have full full blown shit like happened to me like another one was my dad like i saw my dad like i've never seen my dad in person but i saw this person that i guess was like my dad or i wow. can't remember but he was like super unhealthy and like he had all these crazy things going on like i remember a lot of really 
fucking crazy details where like my my dad was he was in a gas station like type atmosphere and he was trying to buy like a specific type of ice cream and cigarettes and like crazy (laughs) shit dude crazy shit that like you know right like very detailed yeah very very awesome and i'm glad you're writing it down dude Uh, next time i'm gonna have a dream to 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 share with you for sure that's crazy you gotta Open your notes app on your phone. Keep your phone right next to you, charging like everybody else does. And fucking, literally, right. the moment you wake up, you just open type notes away. and you, no, you don't type. You just hit the the voice thing and you oh, start yeah. talking. And you just start saying, "I had a dream that." Ba 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 ba. You just start spitting. Yeah, let it spill. Yeah, even if it doesn't make sense and it's not in order, like you could edit it later. But you gotta fucking, you gotta do that shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've had, I get, I, I can definitely say that I've had some silly ones for sure. That I'm sure anybody is can relate to is like when I used to work as a server or a, a waiter. Like sometimes I'd wake up like in the middle of the, <laughs> of the, the like being like, oh my god, I left the, the barbecue sauce, or or like uh, I forgot to um, give salt. Or, or like sometimes I'd be like <laughs> in, in in the kitchen, in the kitchen, like, like, you know, getting like the meal ready and like running the food. Like I'm, I'm doing what, you know, it's crazy. I remember too, like working at a hotel, I would have dreams about taking up, I was, I started as a bellman and I'd have dreams about taking up the luggage. Uh, when I worked on a boat, I would have dreams about like being on the boat afterwards crazy yeah damn bro yeah, i just uh i i want to like start again man, i used to get like super into that shit super into it like to the point that like i used to research a lot of that stuff bro i used to research and read and think about like i don't know if it's just me like did i bring that stuff upon myself for me to like start getting so crazy with my dreams but man my dream did my dreams are vivid, man. Like, I can feel them. Like, I can feel when the shit happens. Like, I feel, like, the emotion. Like, it's, it's really, really... It's an event. It's an event for me, man. It's a it's an event that fucking, like... It's almost like a, like a memory a memory from traveling or something like that. Like, that's how real it feels. That's amazing, dude. That you can tap in. Like, you can close your eyes. And then wake up and feel like, man... You know, like you experience something rather than the old traditional just sleep. That's <laughs> crazy. That's bro. amazing, dude. Out of control, crazy. But yeah, man, I guess I uh, will bring this one to a close today. Thank you for speaking with me, hanging out. Always a pleasure. Hope you got can't you. wait till next time. Yeah, I hope you have a good night. Uh, you as well. For the people that, uh, aren't following the podcast already we try to do one episode every single week today was obviously more themed around movies and dreams but anything we'd like to talk about anything that piques our interest you know would love for you guys to you know be a part of it share follow us on twitter follow us on instagram this is reekin and pedro signing out have a good night you only have two options only have two options that's right have a good one guys later